Ask the Podcast Coach for April 13th, 2019. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is. It's that fun-filled music that means it's Saturday. It's 10.30 Eastern Time. It's time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I'm Dave Jackson from the theschoolofpodcasting.com, and joining me right over there is the one and only Jim Cullison from TheAverageGuy.tv. Jim, how's it going, buddy? Greetings, Dave. Happy Saturday morning and good to be back with you. Although I have a little bit, and I think you do too, we have a little travel kind of work yeah. hangover, right? I mean, oh, it's man. just my, my hair is looking rough. My body's looking rough. My <laughs> eyes are looking rough. Like it's, I know it's Saturday morning. I have literally just, I slept as long as I could this morning, just kind of rolled out. So if you're, if you're going to jump in and you're looking rough, it's okay. We do. Well, I do. I won't speak for Dave, but yeah. Feeling kind of rough. So maybe this is what rough this is where headphones come in handy. Although now my headphones have smushed my hair down, so I'm doing okay. But yeah, it's I had the thing. I was in Vegas last week, and the first night I got home, completely crashed, dead. Uh, in fact, that was really interesting because it's amazing how much you can do on adrenaline. Because I was getting like four or five hours sleep a night, and then you would go to wherever, which you typically required walking some more, even though you just did 10,000 steps at the show, you were standing for eight hours. You're just going and going and going. And then I get home. I drag my suitcase up to the stairs. I unpack it. I go back downstairs. I make a little dinner and I watch, start watching some game of Thrones and I go to get up and it's like, my legs are like, no, I'm sorry. We're, we're done. We're just, you just sit. And so, and then last night, I don't know if it was like delayed, jet lag or whatever, but I, I was looking at my app this morning. It said you slept like your sleep percentage was 49%, which is horrendous. And I'm like, yeah, it's, I was tossing and turning and that whole nine yards. So I can, that's that's the hardest part of traveling, right? When you're, uh, when you get back the day after, and then if you're, if like, there's a podcast that you, you owe, you're, you're, you know, you got to get it out and you're like, oh, I got to get this thing, get this thing done. I think that's for weekly podcasters. That's the hardest part about travel is it can throw and you're, you're a conference guy. You go to a lot yeah. of conferences that can really kind of throw the whole body off. If you're not used to standing around and you're standing around for eight hours or eight or 10 hours, right? That's, that's hard on your body. Anytime there's a, ch- I think just a change. I, I spent the last week in New Orleans and I got home oh, nice. late Friday night and um, not no podcasting. This was all work related, unfortunately. Although I was, uh, I met somebody at the conference, you know, first time I met him and, mm-hmm. and she was talking and she's a PhD and she does all this really cool education stuff. And I said, do you have a podcast? <laughs> and she's like, well, I've been thinking about it. I'm like, you need to start a podcast. And Dave, I went full Dave Jackson on her. I just started just grinding down like, okay, we need to get some episodes. You're going to give me 10 titles. <laughs> like, and at one point she's like, why are you doing this? I'm like, I don't know, but you should have a podcast. That's so it. that was, so maybe, you know, as a, as a podcaster, maybe every, every place is an opportunity to launch a podcast. Well, that's what was fun is the first couple days we had some people stop by and it was kind of interesting because I don't get the phrase. Yeah, we own a couple of radio stations and we're looking to get into podcasting. I didn't hear that at PodFest. It's a whole different kind of beast. But I had a, a few people that were, it was like one person, but they were, they were going to be the person running the podcast for the company. And it was interesting because I know the, let's see, my last day was Wednesday. 
and there was a good hour that I just did the school of podcasting. And they're like, what's the, what's the best length of your podcast? And what's the best microphone? It was just all those questions. And this one guy actually stole my chair out of the booth and would just sat down and started taking notes. I was like, that's all right. I didn't need that. So. Yeah, you get you get kind of a different audience. Uh, I was telling you in pre-show, we, we're starting a new podcast at Gallup, which is really cool. Like, this is organic. I didn't do anything to get this thing started. Like, it showed up in a contract and like, oh, yeah, we're going to do two years worth of podcasts with this with this customer. Nice. Like, really? <laughs> so, well, one, that's really cool that we've we have embedded the, the concept or the idea of you should do a, if you're going to create something and you want to communicate it, you should create a podcast for it. Right. So they just did that automatically. Again, I was not consulted in the contract at all. It just showed up, which is super cool and a little maddening because I, right. I we could have got, we maybe could have got a little more for it. But, and then second, they, I've got a producer who's doing this and they've got a team of writers and, and folks who will do the interviews. And I, all I had to do is help them get the platform started. And it was, nice. been, it was, it was super cool. Yeah. I was like, this is great. You know, my, my job is to compete with NPR. That's uh, from a Gallup perspective. We want to be an NPR co- competitor. So it's kind of fun to see this. We'll see how it goes. It just started. So, I mean, it could be a total train wreck, but have, it, it's fun to see it go. Have you practiced talking like this, Jim? If you're going to be an NPR. <laughs> yeah, I bought really expensive <laughs> microphones and I told everyone, okay, make sure you co- you only record when you have a cold. So we get the really deep voice right. kind of thing going on. Yeah. <laughs> so no, it's news, news related. That's kind of the NPR side of things. So it's kind of news related. Well, in the chat room, Royce is saying, are we liking the StreamYard thing? Here's one of the things I just realized I liked about it because we're probably going to switch topics here in a minute, but I can look up in the corner and see how long we've been doing this. So, so let's say, let's say I want to talk about show notes uh, and I bring something up. I can look up and see that we're at six minutes and 15 seconds. So I can make a little note and say, Hey, about that time. So when I go back later to edit the show, it's going to be a ton easier. One thing we should mention that uh, we are here every Saturday, 1030 Eastern standard time. If you want to jump on in, you can, it's just uh, ask the podcast coach.com slash join or, if you are listening to this on uh, YouTube or whatever, we're at askthepodcastcoach.com slash live. The bad news is I keep doing this. I put the Trello card, like it could not be oh. more directly. Like my microphone is right in, right the, in the way. Right in the way. Uh, it says, uh, here, Dave, just move the microphone. Uh, I asked a couple, uh, this is from Chris Saunders. I asked a couple of folks privately, but I figured I'd also throw it out here. This is in a Facebook group, by the way. He says, uh, my show is about a specific superhero movie franchise in the current show notes. Uh, the setup for that is two or three sentences, including the movie and just a list of topics we covered. I really feel like there's a better way. So if you guys uh, were part of my team and there's a whole thing else we got to talk about today, everybody seems to be looking for a team um, and show notes was your responsibility. What format would you use? And I kind of looked at him like going, well, if he said, I have a list of topics we covered. The only thing else I can think of would be links to anything else in the show. So I think he's on the right track there. Um, you know, to, more words for SEO. Yeah, that would be it. So yeah. don't get too. I like to write when I write. I don't know how you do it, Dave, but I'm an outline writer. So I like to do the outline first and then I fill in each one of the topics. I fill in a few things and then I start tackling the paragraphs. So it's kind of it's kind of this three run approach. So outline, 
fill in a few bullet points, yeah. then fill in the paragraphs. I find that makes show note writing a little bit more tolerable or writing in general. I wrote my first blog for Gallup the other day. I hadn't, I've, it's amazing. I podcasted for them for six years. I've never written on my own blog. <laughs> I mean, this is a blog I promote. I've had students do the, do all the custom CMS, uh, CSS around it. We spent a lot of time talking about it. I've edited tons of it, but I've never written my own and I just had something to say. So I wrote it. But that's that kind of helps me work through that process. Dave, do you have a when you're writing show notes, do you have any tricks that you that you do to kind of help speed it up? I kind of exactly what you did. I usually start off with, okay, what are the bullet points? And then it's a matter of, okay, how can I explain this without writing a gazillion words? And then I get done and look to make sure I have at least 300 words. Or, you know, to me, it's like, here's what the show's about. Here's the main bullet points. And then links. That's the thing that uh, there was an article on. You're not, you're not writing for humans anymore, right? You're writing for the bots, unfortunately. Um, at this point. I try to do both Yeah, because Google no. doesn't buy anything, but they do bring people that do. So it's kind of a like, mm, yeah, it doesn't yeah. do any good if uh, these guys show up and then it, it attracts the Googles. But then the humans get there and go, Ugh. there was an article in the uh, podcast business journal. And I saw Ed Ryan, Ed Ryan. I saw him at uh, (laughs) NAB. Um, Nice guy. Also the publisher was there and they published an article on some study in Florida that basically said the number one place to find YouTube, the YouTube, the number one way people are consuming podcasts is YouTube to which we all went, um, sorry, I don't think so. I was like, what YouTube? What? So the next day they, well, first of all, before I lose my point here, there was no link in that article to the original study from some people in Florida or whatever. And I guess from what I understand, they were basically, they were kind of saying, well, these new kids in an egg call everything a podcast. Yeah. So if it's audio on the internet, if it's, Whatever, if it's, you know, stuff on YouTube, it's a podcast, which, of course, the curmudgeon crew came out and said, if it doesn't have an RSS feed, it's not a podcast. So and, and I'm kind of part of that crew. So I I get that. Yes. But the, my whole thing that uh, to get back to the original point of show notes, there was no link to the original study because I wanted to go read it and see exactly what they were talking. But, boy, a lot of people were losing their mind over that. And, and in a way, kind of like just saying, yeah, that's. That's a bunch of malarkey or uh, whatever, um, but I really would have appreciated the uh, the original. Yeah, it's original. good to have the links. I mean, it's good to have links in there. It's good to probably not just have links. Yeah, um, I I get a little lazy sometimes, and just it's a link fest. It's just like okay, right? Here's uh, here's the things we talked about. Link, 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 link. That's probably lazy and probably not great. Uh, you know, to have it if you're gonna have a list of links for that reason. And it's just going to be a list of links. Uh, that's probably fine there, but it is, I think it is good to have a little bit of, have a few words, have actual sentences and some paragraphs in there. I think the number of readers back to your show notes though, are is pretty small. Yeah. Like I, I, I don't think you get a ton to come back. It, and again, it depends on your genre, how much you push it. You know, if you're, if your site, I know, um, I know folks who just load up on graphics now, and you got to be really careful if those graphics aren't tied together with a brand or yeah. with a, 
like if there are all kinds of different colors and stuff, that's super jarring for your audience when they get there. Just look at any news site that's trying to monetize their site now. It's awful, right? Yeah. It's, it's just terrible. I love the ones where it's like, you won't believe what insert star from the 70s looks like oh. now. Oh. And you're like, I yeah. want to see what Linda Carter looks like. So you go to it and it's Marsha Brady. And you're like, that's not Linda Carter. And you go to the uh-huh. next one and you're like, that's, I don't know, Jacqueline yeah. Smith. And you're like, and you go through and then each time. And now they're having a thing where they're having a video load in the bottom right hand corner. So I've, I have learned just to ignore those, but. Yeah, it's uh, and it, you can't do the thing. You used to be able to cheat in the past. You could go uh, print, and it would show you all of this. Oh, the whole thing. Yeah, and you can yeah. now. And they're like now they found ways. Well, it's just be careful, like because yeah. it's you. You don't want to overwhelm your uh, graphics are great, and you know we went through a period in the in the middle two thousands where it's like oh you got to get graphics on your site and every. You know, pictures mean everything and you got to get, you know, every article has to have a picture for it for social, which is is all true, by the way. It's all true. Yeah. But we've gotten a little too carried away and I've gone to some sites where, you know, um, below the fold, it is just graphic after graphic after graphic. And and you're like, especially if they're not tied together, they're brightly colored or they're, they're not tied together in some way. It just, it becomes completely overwhelming for your user. Yes, um, Jason is saying, he, Jason has a very good point. He says, for the millennials, Dave, I need to let uh, them know who the heck Linda Carter is. It's Wonder Woman. It's Wonder right? Woman, the original Wonder, Wonder Woman, Woman yeah. <laughs> um, who, yeah, um, she was not ugly. Uh, but one other thing, going back to... Uh, but not, to, but hey, let's let's be, hold on, before we go off this, yeah. not super fit con- to, the, to our standards today. Like, no. Like today, she may get a little, she would probably get body shamed by this current, like our current culture that body shames people for not having the perfect kind of thing. So that is true. if you compare wonder woman from well, that probably was like the late seventies, I'm thinking at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think so. And, and whatever the current wonder woman's name, who is thin and petite and, you know, um, so, Oh boy, the chat room is just geeking out. But um, going back to getting people to your website. Yeah. Number one reason I go back to somebody's website is when, they say link like James Cridlin. Uh, there was a study such and such, blah, 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 blah. Links are in the show notes or in our newsletter. Um, I, I got to hang with James a little bit. It's weird because oh, cool. he's one of those guys that when you're talking to James Cridlin, there's a voice in your head that goes, it's James. Cr- that guy sounds just like James Cridlin. It's crazy. Um, you're like, it is James Cridlin. Hey, one I've been listening to a brand new podcast, uh, fairly new. They're, I don't know, six weeks in maybe is from word fence and it's think like a hacker. From oh, nice. Fence. And so if you are WordPress centric, which 90% of us are in a lot of ways, and you want to be scared out of your mind about how (laughs) unsecure your WordPress and all the crazy hacking that goes on around WordPress, WordFence, let's just to get this, it's disclosed. They are a plugin. They're a security plugin for WordPress. But what? Oh, that's a great use of a podcast. So think about it. Who's your target audience? You want your target audience to be scared out of their, they're wetting their (laughs) pants about being hacked. Oh, by the way, we happen to sell something Uh that you might, they almost never sell it on the show though. This is the great, the Uh great part about it. It's by word fence, but you almost never hear every once in a while they'll say, well, like we, we help, you know, we let, we like, we help with that, but they really are getting down to the issues. There's been a couple crazy and not just WordPress issues, but kind of web or internet uh, issues with hacking and things that are going on Stuxnet and some of those other things that were talked about. 
So if you're into that cybersecurity, but even if you're just kind of concerned about securing your own WordPress instance or want to know what's going on in the WordPress community, these guys are, because they're a plugin provider, they're super plugged into the WordPress community at WordPress.org and everything that's going on there and kind of the players around it. So that's been a fun one. It's not, uh, don't, don't, I shouldn't say this, but I'm going to, it's not done particularly well. It's not very smooth. Mm. It's not, it's not polished. It's just, it's just two people talking to each other and then they'll do an interview and the interviews are kind of chopped together, but the info is so good. Dave, this is one of those where you say, if your info is really good, your audience will forgive you for a lot of the, that's it, you know, you know and I, I, I will, I don't care. I, they have such good info on that thing. So is it, and, is it new? Do you think that's why it's maybe a little, yeah, they're just getting started and they're developers. Like these aren't, these aren't media people. These are people, these are the ones writing the code. And I just don't think they've, I just think they need more time. And we all sound bad on our first sure. 10 episodes, right? Well, and it's not that they sound bad. It's just a little herky jerky kind of not as smooth as you would expect in some, you know, from, from a, you know, maybe from another podcast that you listen to, but the content is di- just drop dead dynamite. So, well, speaking of uh, sounding bad, uh, I've been doing the podcast rodeo show probably for a year now. Probably one of the worst examples I could not, but like to where I was like, I can't believe what I just heard. And it was, I reviewed the Eric uh, Ainge show. The woman in the tube picked it and it's an actual radio show. And my favorite was you join this. If there's no intro, no, like, welcome to the Eric Ainge show. We are you talking? No, it, and you literally joined like mid sentence, like you hit play and it's like, get to, and then you hear the guy start to explain. They're trying to compare softball to football and then they go to their guest and they're like so who do you think is the quarterback in softball and you hear oh. and they're like hold on wait just a second uh, wait we got it okay okay go again and then you hear the guy go oh it's definitely the catcher and i'm like wait a minute this was a radio show somebody picked this clip to be the podcast and they said you know let's leave that part in where the microphone i was just like you gotta be kidding me so yeah. Yeah. Um, I, and I have no idea how new or old, uh, that person was, but, uh, it was definitely, it was different to, uh, to say the least. Well, you can edit, you know, it, it's a shame when you can edit those things out and you don't. And I'm, listen, I've been guilty. I do a live to the hard drive podcast with home gadget geeks and we, we almost never edit anything out, but, but then again, we've done 400 episodes of it and we don't have generally those kinds of problems. Exactly. Right? We're not testing things out. Like you and I are testing things out all the time live just to see, <laughs> well, okay. You kind of want to hear some of the problems that you're having. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's part of the gig. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, one of the things we definitely don't want to edit out though. Uh, and we'll be, we'll be doing this a couple of times today. Cause it's, we skipped the first of the month cause I wasn't here, but I want to thank uh, everybody who's been our awesome supporters at askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome. And uh, we're talking about uh, Greg over at debtshepherd.com, Glenn the Geek Hebert at horseradionetwork.com, Josh Rivers over at podcastingexperiments.com, Max Trescott at aviationnewstalk.com, Shane at spybrary, Carrie Bond over at keywestperspective.com slash podcast. That is a podcast about the island life and the people who live it. Uh, and my buddy Ronsley oh, down in uh, Australia at Amplify Media Group. Check him out at mustamplify.com. And Carl White down in the Carolinas. Check him out, Life in the Carolinas podcast. 
Carolinas.com. That's Carolinas with an S, Life in the Carolinas podcast.com. And Kim Kragi, the one and only, don't be fooled by cheap meditations at uh, Toastmasters101.net. And uh, in a bit, we'll come back and talk about our $10 supporters. But uh, um, the, uh, oh, I got free stuff. Yeah, what'd you get? Here's the thing. What? I didn't realize. <laughs> What would you get? What here? This is like a new segment. What you get at NEB? Yeah. yeah. Well, first of all, I walked in and ran into the guy from um, Focusrite who said, I oh. want to sponsor your show again. And I'm like, they're, okay. They're Scarlet, right? They're Scarlet. Scarlet. Yeah. Oh, Scarlet. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was cool. And then I walked over and there was a Samson booth. And I said, hey, I'm assuming you guys know this. But the Samson Q2U is like the hottest mic in, in podcasting right now. I said, somebody has figured out that apparently there's less hand-holding noise than the ATR 2100. Okay. And he's like, oh, wow, that's awesome. And blah, 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 blah. And he said, would you be interested in maybe doing a giveaway? And I go, I would absolutely love to give my audience free stuff. So that was cool. And then I was talking with Alan Tipper, Tipper or Tepper. Oh, and I can't remember his podcast name. Really nice guy. He's the guy that's all about the 48 kilohertz thing, Mm. which makes sense because he does a lot of video. Super nice guy. And I'm talking to him and we're talking about boom arms and there's the high LPL two. And I said, and then there's like the newer, right? The newer $15 that doesn't. Yeah. uh, You know, it's $15. You get what you pay for. And I said, I really would love to see a Samson boom arm. I said, cause there's somewhere in like the $50 range and forty nine ninety nine would be great. Yeah. It's, yeah and yeah. Uh, so I go over to the booth and I go, Oh, this is so stupid. I go, I'm assuming you guys are using your own boom arms. And Dave said, running to get the link to the boom arm. And uh, they said, yeah, actually we are. And so I was like, Oh, great. Uh, and he goes, I love this. I'm, I'm like looking at it. I go, this looks a lot like, you know, the high LPL two. I said, ex, you know, except it doesn't have the, uh, the, what do you call it? The, um, the thing for the, the cable. So your cables, you, you, you know, and instead they give you a, a cable little, routing. Yeah. There's no cable yeah. routing. And so uh, I think, yeah, that's the Amazon link. I'm actually back on Amazon again, just until just cause I enjoy getting kicked off. But here's the thing still in the plastic plastic. We'll do an unboxing. Uh, this thing is uh, look at that. Is it fifty nine bucks? No, it's sixty four. Sixty four. I bet Amazon will discount it. Yeah, down to that. but they have a. There is a smaller version. I think that's a little cheaper, but um, it's not cheap. I mean, as he said, pulling it out of the bag, it's a. This is all metal. Boy, they you know their shrink wrap definitely works. Um, but this thing is like this is like a major clip. And then yeah, it they, looks good. Then they give you a desk clip. So if you want to mount it permanently, you got that. And then it's, you know, it's solid. It's, it looks a lot like oh, that new car smell. We've got some wire ties here and you know, it's like, yeah, now we're talking. So, um, yeah. so I will be plugging this in later today and replacing. Cause I literally, this, <laughs> this one is another one. The only reason this one doesn't fly away is cause I've got a, are, newer? Uh, Are they both newers that you're on? Yeah, I think this was newer before newer was around. You know, it it's newer. just your, your typical $20 boom arm. Zach in the chat room says Knox and Blue also make arms. The, yeah, the, the, on, the, the blue one, uh, I have a friend of mine at, uh, if you go to Bright 
brightlinepodcast.com. And I asked him, I said, man, what boom are, are you using? And he said he was using the uh, $99 one from Blue because he's got SM57s. And he said the P, the Hyo one, somehow, you know how the P, the uh, mm-hmm, SM7B um, has that kind of connection. And he says it kind of goes in. Uh, it's just, it doesn't fit well with that. Well, looks like blue, the blue compass yeah. has the, has a downward facing yeah. uh, a connector yeah. to it. Cause it's really me- meant to screw the blue Yeti up to it from the bottom. Um, that's their compass version anyway. So the, it looks like those are made for specifically for the Yetis uh, and yeah. the Yeti connection. That's how big yeah. <laughs> that it, thing is like the starship enterprise when you put it on your, oh, your yeah. boom arm. Yeah. And it has uh, like a tray for the cable. And then what it has where the high boom arm has like this little plastic thing that goes over it. The, uh, the blue microphone has like these little tabs and you basically push it down through the tab and then the tab comes up to, to hold it in place. So there's like a little trough. And I was like, Hmm. So uh, Knox is in that spot, by the way, that Knox gear is, it's like a step above the newer at 49 99. But I don't know if that, that Knox looks a lot like a newer. I think if I was, or, you know, gear, that's another, that's in that same category. I think if I was going to go with a Knox versus a, uh, I think the Knox is overpriced at 49 because it looks like the newer, the spring is on the outside. Yeah. You know, that, that to me is somewhat, I, I don't know if it's fair or not, but for me, kind of the definition of the, like a cheap one is when I see the springs on the outside, it yeah. just kind of go, hmm. yeah. you know, I mean this, this one here is, you know, there's the spring yeah. there. Uh, right. there uh, uh, yeah. It's right. Hey, here. there's your pictures. Yeah. They're That's on the, where they went. They're nice. on the door. You can see Miss Eileen is right. I keep punching Miss Eileen right in the face. I don't mean to, but she's right above the door. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're going to, but if you can have a boom arm and you're not going to move it around very much and you're on a budget, right? those newers are perfect. Yep. Right. They're they work. Really well. yep. As long as you aren't using an ATR 2100 that weighs nothing or you just, you just need to put some weight well, on that. You got to put a, you got to put a weight uh, kind of piece on there. Hey, my, my road, I've got the road one here and at, mm-hmm. at, at the office. Yeah. And the one in the office is actually grinding now the, you know, the, the, the elbow yeah. piece of it. It's, I, I can hear a metal to metal grind as I move that thing. Either I need to oil it. I didn't, yeah. I didn't think I would I right. need to do that or something's come loose in there and it's a grinding sound. So when you go to move it, it's not silent anymore. You know, you can move oh. these things around pretty well without hearing anything, but it's, so I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to take that thing apart and, and see um, what it is. Yeah, That's I've uh, yeah. Zach in the the chat room here says um, Knox gear has some that don't have external springs too. My only worry yeah. about Knox is the only thing I know from Knox was that knockoff they had of the ATR two thousand five, and then it went away. And I'm like, it wasn't bad. I just um to me Knox and newer are kind of the. I almost wonder if they're the same company and they just changed their name or it could be, well, they're a knockoff of everything, right? (laughs) Everything they do is a knockoff of something. Um, Yeah, they do for, they've got, they've got one with internal uh, springs in it as well. For 50 bucks, same, same, same thing, same. Yeah. But it doesn't, it has a really cheap base to it. It's a really small base. That's the one with the newers. It's not the best, you know, with the, with the, with the road or any of those, even the Hyle one. 
you get a really solid base to it that, and, and I think it's important to have that kind of have that base piece. Yeah. Um, wow. We talked about arm, but boom arms, Dave, that for like 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Woo-hoo, boom arms. Speaking of 10. Yeah. Speaking of 10, uh, we want to thank our $10 patrons, people like Frank Black Miller, uh, Jeffrey Hallish at Podnuts. That's P O D N U T Z. It's a computer repair podcast. Uh, Josh Liston at On the Bubble dot com jonathan bloom at weeklyawesome.com michael delaney at uh, babymountainradio.com that's also the podcast uh, caregivers for dementia uh nick suberling subs over at cincinnati soccer talk.com sean park at be your own nerd.com uh barry kessler at barry kessler.com jay cleveland Payne at morebettermedia.com he said trying to find his mouse there we go and uh, we'll talk about our five dollar supporters uh shortly so, uh, Jim, you were saying you were playing with Grammarly this week. Well, Grammarly's gotten really aggressive in their marketing over the last two weeks. It could be longer, I just noticed. But I've begun to now, whenever I'm in a web page and I'm, I am trying to um, correct something, fix something, let it run. By the way, sometimes their, their, their correction methods are just maddening. But um, they now have been doing really aggressive pop-ups, trying to get you to onto their premium service. Oh, so Grammarly is in that in that phase right now. They've been the darlings of the internet. Everybody's like Grammarly, Grammarly, Grammarly. You gotta have Grammarly. You gotta use Grammarly. It's free. It's great. It's awesome. Free plan is good. Stay on it. They are definitely in that mode for their investors, where they're moving from free or freemium. To premium, and I'm not the free plan is going to stay. At least it looks like it at this point. But it's it's a little maddening when you're trying to edit stuff, and it literally just keeps popping up uh, all the time. Like, hey, have you thought about premium? No, I I, I mean I thought about it a minute ago when you reminded me <laughs> for the last ten minutes. So yeah. it's been it's been a little frustrating. I forget whose website I was at, and they were asking me about it, and they had a pop up on the front window. And every page you went to that pop, and I was like, dude, I'm, I'm ready to punch you in the face at this point because every time, every page, and it's like almost every pop-up tool I've ever used has a way to say, show this X amount of times per session. And I was like, so whatever you're using, if it doesn't have that option, get rid of it. And, uh, then, uh, you know, cause it was just, yeah, yeah. no, it's not necessary. Yeah. Like, stop. Like, yeah. okay. I get it. I get it. You want to sell me premium. I get, okay. I, I get it again. Oh, and a third time, you know, I mean, just, <laughs> yeah. it's just, it gets obnoxious. So, you know, I, I know Grammarly doesn't listen, but it, it's, it's a shame. And that's kind of the, the drawback to the freemium model behind what a lot of podcasters get sucked into is they start with these freemium things. And cause we all want to do stuff for cheap, but then these companies get, you know, they start, they start grinding on you yeah. after a while. It just yeah. drives me crazy. Well, and I've seen that with um, the Smodcast. Uh, Kevin, hmm, mm-hmm, smokes a lot of pot. Um, <laughs> Maybe not what he wants to be known for. <laughs> yeah. uh, I can't remember his name. Smodcast. It's uh, uh, oh. He loves Batman. He was a keynote speaker at Podcast Movement. Uh, maybe I got his name uh, wrong. Anyway, I'm bad, I'm bad at names. He too. he used to literally just it was he was like one of the first people to put like four minutes of commercials. Yeah, and I think yeah. I think if you sign up for some sort of premium thing, you would then get yeah. The well, of course free. they they want to get you in the premium, right? That's yeah. what they want to do. They want to be a nuisance. It's just yeah, too bad we have to do it. But uh, Michael has joined us, Mister Delaney. How are you, my friend? 
I'm doing just fine, Dave. How about yourself? Uh, not too bad. What can we uh, what can we help you with? I just wanted to pop in real quick. When you all were talking about the boom arms, yeah. mm-hmm. the one that you and I had uh, talked about mm-hmm. came with an XLR cable already ran through the oh, that's nice. boom arm. So what's, we ordered we ordered the next one too, but the the boom arm itself already has the the cable through the arm. Nice. So My, Michael, what's the name of that? Do you remember what which oh, one we recommended? No, I don't. I uh, I had it in the email, Dave. But you but you bought that one with the the one with the XL car, uh, cable in it. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. That's what we this... ordered it from B and H. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Nice. No, it's it's nice to have that cable out of the way. The 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 road arms have little um, Velcro clips yeah. that you can put around the you know put around oh them so you can kind of yeah, yeah you can kind of route that cable um, any way you want. It's not the end of the world if you don't have it embedded in, but it certainly it looks really really nice when that thing and, and it comes out of the it comes out of this like I think it comes out underneath this piece right here right yeah. on the cable. Uh, mine's like coming that. out of the top, sir. Out of the top, out, yeah. of, yes, sir. out of this top piece. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yes, That'll work. Yeah. 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 No, it's nice to have that. That's a, that's a super nice feature to be able to hide those. I don't know how many, I mean, it's, it's really a preference thing, right? Because you really don't see much for most of the time beyond this. <laughs> right. And I wouldn't even see that. Most people wouldn't see it. it's, it's um, kind of put away for me, but on the desk, it looks great. You know, you don't have this cable, your cable routing is taken yeah. care of for you. And right. what's funny is if you then are not you like the 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 cheapy one I had, I don't know if I moved it around so much or what, or just the fact it was cheap. The microphone cable actually went kind of bad in it. So yeah. I have I have you know my cable looks like this. It's got the let's see if I can get a good angle on this. Yeah. So here's the cable here, and then I've got a separate cable going into the actual microphone. Oh. Yeah, because so, that's that is one of those things. If the cable goes bad, yeah, you, there's no you're not getting that thing out. Yeah, it's so yeah, that's it. Be, yeah. Which is not the end of the world, but so uh, if the cables in the arm itself, the arm doesn't come apart to replace the cable. Well, uh, you could take it up. You could take it apart, but you probably can't get it back together. That's I mean, yeah, mine, you know, it's like the taking your bicycle in, apart when you're a so kid. you end up buying a new arm just for or the just cable. use a different yeah. cable. That's what I did. Oh, what Dave did, just route route yeah. another. Cable I mean, I could in, if yeah. I wanted to, I could just take a, a wire cutter and cut that. Yeah cable off and then just <laughs> snip it push yeah. it in and then that's i mean what i'm doing right now is i got the old uh i've got a you know a bread wrapper what we call whatever you want to call this thing to to wrap twisty. the cable yeah twisty to uh keep stuff out of the way so that'll work and that's all uh samson has it has a bunch of velcro straps that are black so you don't really so i've got two two questions for you guys sure. and i'm going back out and finish listening to the show all right uh dave i've got the same mic there that you've got there how far in between your pop filter and the mic are you? So about a finger. About a f- hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> this is a family show. About a finger. Yeah, I'm sorry. I should have used okay. a different one. <laughs> but, and then, the and then I'm usually said, about two or three fingers away from that. And then I talk. Well, now, loud. I've, I've been playing the Call of Duty uh, with this mic and the guys aren't having any problem at all hearing me. And I'm probably I'm a fist away from it. Yeah. yeah. So hand is not bad. Depends on the mic, right? If you if you go four fingers, that's kind of that that's kind of what's Dave. You're probably four fingers away with the pop filter yeah. in between, right? Yeah. Yep. And then so I, that's good. 
And then I typically point it at the corner of my mouth just to avoid talking. Not that talking directly into it is bad. It's just saying, you know, if I say happy peanut butter, there's more chance of it. You know, I'm really relying on this pop filter to, uh, to do the best. Um, yeah. Michael, yeah. you have, you have good distance right there. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's pretty good. I see that. Good. I mean, it's yep. right. Yeah. 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 That's pretty good technique. And that mic is treating you well on that. What are you running it into? A pro FX eight mixer. Oh yeah. So you got a Mackie. Yep. Maxi. Yeah. Mackie. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the one I've got an eight here. I've the V two cause I spilled wine on V one. Yeah. So <laughs> that stinks. <laughs> no, it's great. The V two is a great. Yeah. Thing. So it <laughs> it's was, like, Oh darn. I got to buy new gear. Yeah. For, uh, Michael, have you, you've seen on that, 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 that board has a USB pass through, so you can push a button and everything your computer plays will also be recorded through the hangout or whatever you're using. Have you tried, have you tried that? I haven't tried that yet, sir. No, sir. I've seen that button that you're talking about, but I haven't yeah. tried that yet. Right below the input level, if you just push that in, anything you play on your computer, you can hear. It's kind of like a mix minus for your computer in some ways. Nice. It'll play oh, it right. Cool. It'll play it right. No, it's super cool. Like if you wanted to play a YouTube video or you wanted to, like sometimes I want to share comments that uh, people said at a keynote and I can bring the video up, hit that button, it'll just play it through. And I don't have to do anything more than the USB cable to get that done. It's super. I know there's other ways to do it. People, oh, you could send this cable on that route and route that. No, it's super easy. Push one button and you're done. Cool. Uh, Lynn is asking, <laughs> does anyone use double pop filters? Yes. The one and only Emily Prokop. Does she has one of these and then she has on her ATR 2100. She has kind of like this setup, but she's got what I call the clown nose, the big foam thing on it. And she says that's, uh, she has whistling S's. I was listening to her on, on the Chris Currens. He said podcast engineering school podcast wearing his t shirt. And because she has whistling S's, which sounds like a band, like in the 60s, like a folk group, the whistling S's and uh, no name. Yeah, exactly. Michael, you had one more question. Yeah, just one more question. Do you guys leave your mixers on all the time, or do you shut them off? Uh, I shut mine off at night. I keep mine on all the time. Yeah, yeah. It's so probably it doesn't not matter. Good. Just a matter of choice. And yeah, I think so. I've run mine. I've run mixers for years without ever turning them off and not having a problem. But maybe that's not good for them. I don't know. The only thing I do, and I just realized I haven't done it in a long time. I used to grab. I would pull off two paper towels and stick it on top of it. Just to somewhat try to get dust from not going into. Yeah. I bought a cover, um, a cover that I'm not using right <laughs> on it. So, um, uh, Mackie makes a cover specifically for oh, nice. that. Board. Michael. So if you want to get a cover, you can, a dust cover. It's pretty cool. They're come, 30 bucks. Come with something. I didn't know whether it was a, I didn't know exactly what it was, but it was a square I bought, I bought one separately. Well, the other thing I've gone to is moving my mixer. It's actually sitting on my desk like this or mm, tilted like this, not flat on the desk. One that stops me from spilling things into it <laughs> mostly. Okay. Let's just, you know, fourth glass of wine. It's going in for sure. Right. But two, it <laughs> keeps the dust from going down into the, you know, into the, into the sliders uh, uh, for that. And then, Three, it doesn't take up a ton of room on my desk. I'm not really, you know, I'm not mixing yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody, right? I'm not, I'm not sitting there, you know, trying to do all these different mixes. Generally, it's a couple knobs and I just need it close enough that I can make just volume adjustments. So getting it sitting up on my desk vertically has, has been, I don't know why I didn't do it sooner. I just got a non-skid little pad that it sits on so it won't like slide, right. you know, slide that way. 
It's worked great for me. Well, mine's just sitting right here, right beside my desk here on a wire rack. Yeah. 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 You can do it that way. I just like it sitting up. It just keeps it, it kind of keeps it out of trouble for me. Right. How does it sound? I mean, the guys in, in the game is telling me it's, it sounds great to them. How's it sound to you? Yeah, all? Sounds fine. good. You're fine. It could have a little more bass in it. Okay. Honestly. But that may pull the mic, pull the mic out and a little bit closer to you really quick and then count to three. No, get it closer to you, not farther What's away. It pull, pull it closer and then count to three. One, two, yeah. three. See, that sounds okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. No, good stuff. Thanks, Hi, for, guys. thanks right. for jumping in. Thanks, appreciate, appreciate it. it. Yeah, yeah, no, you bet. That's how you do it. Thanks for coming in. Yep. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll Take see you. Awesome. Well, that's, that's exactly what we're looking for, by the way, with callers. Like, yeah. what exactly what he did is it was awesome, Michael. Great job. Yeah, I always tell people they're like, "Well, so like, what is it?" I go, "Um, it's free podcast consulting, basically, in, in a nutshell." <laughs> it's just fun, though. Like, it's it's super great. Speaking of fun, we've got some. Yeah, we have uh, our five dollar awesome supporters, which means you get bonus content. When you do the ten dollar thing, you get your link on our website, and of course, the twenty dollar people get their name mentioned in every episode. So we're talking about awesome people like Corey Fennerin at ivnv.com, who I actually did get to see at Podfest briefly. Really? Uh, he's, yeah, he's still. He's I miss Corey. Yeah, he's uh, his business is just booming. Uh, I, I love this because I can see it in front of I don't have to look at PowerPoint. I can actually see the thing in front of me. Um, uh, Eric Hunley over at unstructured.podbean.com. Illiquity at travelglutenfree.me. Jason Curtis at cuatx.com. Uh, Jeremy Dennis at transmissionspodcast.com. Some guy named Jim Carlson at theaverageguy.tv. Yay! Guy. That's it. Uh, and uh, Joe Salsi High at stackingbenjamins.com. Joe Taylor down in Nashville and on faithsedge.com. Uh, Kim Slusher at distractedlifepodcast.com. Uh, and our good old friend Michael Ray, uh, as well as Master Cauldron at cauldronscrypt.com. Rob Griffiths at uh, bedtime.fm. And if you add a slash story time or slash peace out, you'll see his shows there. Troy Heinrichs at the blacklistexposed.com. Troy had this cool thing where he got to moderate a panel of like a big chunk of the whole staff, like all the actors and stuff at some uh, event. I heard about that on the feed. That's so great. He's in the chat room. You know, it's always fun to say, say it with me, Gagglepod, uh, the one and only Kyle Bondo. And I also love to say Merchants of Dirt, which is his other show. Matthew at uh, ScottishPodcast.com. Chris Holyfield, who I will see in June at uh, the Utah Podcast Summit. He's at IamSaltLake.com. Ed Ryan, we talked about him earlier at Podcasting for Radio Dummies. Uh, Ross Brand at LivestreamUniverse.com. And Ryan P. Jackson at uh, my, or I'm sorry, yeah, myperfectpodcast.com, where I believe I'm episode one. So, and we'll come back a little later and talk about our $1 subscribers. But thanks to everybody who is an awesome supporter. Go out to uh, askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome. Hey, Knox, uh, I was doing a little, while you were uh, thanking our subscribers, I was doing a little bit of uh, research on Knox. You know, we're saying that they make knockoffs. They are such a variety company. They make gelatin. They make coolers that plug into your car that you can, you know, you can put your drinks in your car into it. Mm. And they make cordless nail and staple guns. I mean, what? That's, that's, that's pretty, that's some diversity <laughs> in the company for sure. Let me tell you. It's, uh, it's like, wow. Okay. That's, and they make boom arms. Um, yeah. And Cause you know, when you think staple guns, you're like, what should we make next? I know boom arms for microphone. 
and microphones. I don't think they're making that, Knox. They stopped making yeah. that microphone. Yeah, that has yeah. not come back. I, I I smell a lawsuit there somewhere, maybe. Oh, yeah. I was going to wonder why. It was yeah. pretty popular. But, yeah. um, Plus, it was like 40 bucks. It was cheap. So, But today, right, ATR 2100 or the Samsung, Sam, Samsung? Sun, Sam, yes. Sun? Yeah. Samsung is the other yeah. company. Dude. Korean company that has a gajillion dollars. And yeah. uh, um, so those two are really like the best intro, the entry level make. And they're kind of the same mic in a lot of ways. Yeah, very much you know? so. Yeah. I have a simple, easy to use podcast setup. This is from Catherine Shaw. Uh, I set up a WordPress site and I'm using the seriously simple podcasting plugin as opposed to just, I guess, the simple podcast plugin. This one is seriously simple plugin. Uh, it works really well. My hosting fees are low. Now, she doesn't say who she's using as a host. I assume she was self-hosting when I copied this. I'm considering starting a second podcast about cooking, though, and I'm looking at other hosting options. Is there a reason to go with Blueberry Ellipson instead of what I have set up already? The only thing I really lack with WordPress and the Seriously Simple plugin is a good way to track downloads accurately, and that would be my first thing. Number one, you get to track downloads accurately. And then uh, the other one is, the, I, I, I don't do this a lot, but I love the fact that I can do it if I want to. If I want to send something just to my subscribers, I could without putting it on my website. I think that's kind of fun. Um, the other thing is with uh, using a web host as a media host, you, uh, what's, what do you think a typical web page is in size? Oh, they're not very big. Like maybe 20K? Maybe. maybe. Yeah. Well, no, probably a little more than that. I mean, you're, you you might, you know, you might be in the megs in the in the single or low digit megs, depending on how you built it. You know, I've yeah. talked about those graphics That's earlier. That's you got all those graphics. You can have gigantic graphics yeah. on there. Yeah. So if you get, if you get popular and now instead of serving little baby megs, you're serving bigger megs. And when you get 300 people trying to grab that MP3 file and it's not a bandwidth issue. It's not a storage issue. It's the fact that your server may have a hard time uh, keeping up. Boy, everybody's jumping in here. So uh, yeah. we'll get Mr. Cupcake on here. Anyways, man, uh, I, you know, I love you guys show, man. Um, and I, and I just got contacted the other day by someone that wants me to produce a podcast for them. Okay. <laughs> Congrats. Yeah, thanks, man. Um, I had a um, I had a question because uh, I've used Spreaker in the past, and um, they uh, asked me their opinion on Anchor. Ooh. And uh, no Anchor, no Anchor. Um, mainly because when you go into Anchor, they I, I have a video. I'll put this in the the show notes. If you go to School of Podcasting and type in Anchor. FM, you'll see I have a big long article that goes into, and everybody thinks I hate Anchor because I work for Libsyn. And I'm like, no, um, if you go back to, you know, before I worked for Libsyn, I had criteria of what I was looking for. They don't, A, there's no business model. Things like Podshow, Podango, WildVoice.com, MyPodcast.com, Audiometric.io, Opinion Podcasting, and the last one was Zcat. Um, have all gone out of business. Now I know they're owned by Spotify, but I'm pretty sure Spotify doesn't want things that don't make any money. Um, and they basically, when you submit your show, when you log into uh, Anchor, they they have a big old button. It's like click here, and we will submit your podcast for you. 
And what they don't tell you is when they submit your show to Apple, there are other statistics you can get from Apple. We don't know how many downloads you have to have to get these stats, but most of my shows get it. And if they do that, then your show is under their Apple ID and you can't see that. So if you have somebody who really wants to go free, go Wooshka. And that's about um, now it's not as easy. Don't go free. Don't go free. Like, yeah. Just, don't don't yeah. do. Don't, in this case, pay. You can pay as little as ten dollars yeah, in most cases. No, twenty I, I, if you want to splurge. I've done Spreaker. Yeah, and and Spreaker to me works. Uh, really, they're great, exceptionally yep. well. They are great. Uh, yeah. The only limitation that I have is it. He's gonna want. Uh, it's a, it's gonna be a sports uh, podcast, and they're gonna be wanting to uh, also do live streams with like coaches. Huh? Spreaker. Yeah, I mean yeah, Spreaker, Spreaker for sure. Spreaker, you can stream live right there, boom, yeah. from your phone. Right, but um, also, but I w- wanted to do video. What's a good platform to take? Because I know with Spreaker, I can sync it up with uh, with um, what do you call it? Either yeah. Skype to take phone calls or uh, Google Google phones. The only limitation with that is you can't like have wait like call waiting and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, what solution would you? Uh, recommend for that this stream yard you know really stream yard. yeah but here's the thing i would I, when you're first starting out i don't know it's just video adds a whole other ball of wax and then i wouldn't i would not host the video on spreaker i would host the video on youtube if you want to send because if you're going to have an audio podcast or a video podcast i would not mix that i would have two i would have whatever the podcast is audio version or whatever the name of the podcast is video version but I okay. would I would not mix audio and video in the same stream because I don't know that you know people are gonna. Okay. And the other thing is there are a lot of apps. Uh, what was I just reading about that? There are many apps now that don't do anything. Like I don't think I think Spotify does. I don't think Overcast does. But there are certain apps that don't uh, in their in their world, which is wrong. Podcasting is only audio. Okay. Now, um, with the StreamYard, does it work with Facebook? Uh, with, with Facebook Live, also, you can set it up to go to Facebook, yeah, and then you would just wherever you set it up, either YouTube or Facebook, uh, you can set it up. How much are you paying for this, Dave? Twenty, twenty-five, uh, twenty-five, twenty-five a month. Yeah, yeah, it does a lot for twenty-five a month. I mean, you can go the on YouTube, you can go straight into YouTube with whatever you want. Like you can set up your own OBS or any of those services to stream or you can use their hangouts infrastructure to do it for you know basically right. to do it yeah. for free no, right? I'm, you I'm, could do I'm it that pretty way. i'm pretty well yeah. impressed on the yeah. uh, on the uh on the hangouts the hangouts yeah, yeah. is fine the only thing is is that god awful if somebody calls in that damn number uh the uh the, the, yeah. the oh yeah if you're using if you're using it that way we've we've really been trying to get away i mean i don't know if you get Okay, it depends on your audience for sure. But I don't know if people are calling in anymore for the most part, yeah, right? I mean, right. I can't even get people to answer the call when I call them, much less them call me. Yeah. So yeah, it, I'm it, just not sure it's worth the time and the effort. Dave and I, over the last five years, have spent an enormous amount of time, and Dave has spent some money yeah. trying to figure out how to make this phone call thing work. And I think maybe, Dave, we've taken two phone calls in the whole time we've. We, maybe three. It hasn't been very many. Maybe right? maybe five because I keep bringing it back. But the last time I brought it back, I remember the one time we had two calls in one show and we were like, yeah. whoa, maybe this is going to work uh, this time. Maybe it's coming and, back. And no. it just makes it it's so easy here just to go. They make a link and then I, I use pretty links to you know ask the podcast coach dot com slash join. 
And I was using, I still have, uh, Mike is talking about uh, call-in studio if you want to take phone calls. And that's what I have. I still have probably $15 on account at call-in studio that I'm never going to use now. You know, and Mike made a previous point. He goes, I, I wouldn't suggest that you become a producer of any podcast that requires free anything. That makes like, wait, right. <laughs> what, what kind of budget yeah. do they have? So, yeah, yeah. No, it's not, it's not, no, they were just, uh, they, somebody, re- cause they were looking to do a podcast and somebody recommended anchor to them and they, yeah. and they yeah, contacted don't. me and like, Hey, I want to do a podcast and you know, they're, I'm getting paid for it. And it was like, Hey, you know what, what do you think about anchor and i was like i didn't really have an opinion on anchor and i i, I wasn't make sure that i didn't want to dismiss something yeah. that I, was good yeah i put a link there in the in the chat room i'll throw it in here again if you go over there i go bit by bit of like here's the problem and, they, and they've just been bought and and so they have a new leadership team as well over there at, at spotify and i you get zero lift from anchor now is it you know for what you're doing if you're going to stream it live Spreaker is way better at that and has a lot better tools to be yeah. able to get it done. And you just get, this is a case you probably want to pay for the pro and not, you know, not, not anchor could, can they do it? They absolutely can. I, I push a podcast out through anchor and it works, right? It yeah. does work, but they're in a little bit of a, it's just there right now. I just, I wouldn't, it's just there. It's a messy, it's a messy place right now over there. Yeah. Um, just to start out, um, you know, it's going to be like, you know, maybe two people on the podcast. And I was, I mean, I already have a, a one of those mixers uh, and uh, I, I'm kind of like wavering back and forth because I got a Yeti uh, USB mic. Okay. And I don't know if I, is there a kind of a mix, uh, but you can't really uh, put the, the USB mic to a mixer. No, not unless you and have the thinking, uh, Yeti Pro has both, but I don't oh, recommend, Yeti. I don't, I don't recommend the Yeti or the Yeti Pro. Okay. Because I was thinking maybe if there's like a hookup to where you can hook up multiple Yetis into one thing. Uh, not uh, not without software. Uh, you could use something like well, Audio Hijack. Live. Well, yeah, Spreaker. Yeah, actually, Spreaker, the Spreaker, the Spreaker will, software will do it. Yeah. Yeah, it'll do multiple USB if you want to do it. That's not, I wouldn't, that's not a great way. If you're going to do this long term, it's just, you can. Don't get me wrong. Right. It's just, you don't have as many options in it. The sound isn't as good. I mean, minus the mic. Let's just say the mic, we take the mic out of the equation. Getting the sound returned to you through earbuds where you can hear what you're actually sounding like, it's not a great experience through USB. And it's tough to get a, a whole mix if you have multiple ones. It's tough to get a whole mix. I'm a I'm a much bigger fan of running that through some kind of audio device, either a, you know, either one of those uh, units that's made for it, uh, uh, an audio, what do they call it? Audio, Dave, one of miss the Scarlet. What do we call it? Audio oh, interface. interface. There yeah. we go. Or just a mixer. We were talking with Michael earlier about he's got a Mackie mixer. They're 250 bucks. I mean, it's, it's not terribly expensive. Right. And then you can run everything in. See, once you go mixer, then I want to go XLR for everything. And because you get way more options that way than you would, you can do some mix, you can add in EQ, you can, I mean, there's, you just get a lot more options with XLR on these than you would on, um, and you can still run these either this or the Knox mic or the, well, you can't buy Knox, the Samsung or the, you know, those mics do have XLR inputs. So Mm -hmm. if you're going to go that way with multiple mics, it's probably time to step it up away from USB and, and move to a mixer and a headphone amplifier spend a little bit more money, but you get a lot more options. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I have a mixer. It's, it's only like a two, uh, four channel mixer. Is it uh, USB? 
no. Well, yes, yeah, the USB. It's okay. Like good. Those, uh, uh, it has the interface built into it. Yeah. But I was thinking maybe I should get like uh, you know up to four. Uh, um, well, it depends on how many people you're going to have on your your show. If you're going to have four well, people in the room, then you need four XLRs. However many yeah. people you have, you need an XLR input. But um, uh, I want to. We're we're running out of time, so I want to I want to get Michael in here. Hang around in the in the uh, uh, cupcake. Hang around. We can uh, answer more questions in the post show. But I wanted to get Michael in here before we uh, we tune out. So, Michael, what's going on, my friend? Mr. Ray. There I is. like it. He's, He's got, got the, the t-shirt on. The Geeks t-shirt on. I don't think we hear you through yes, your mic. Oh, my letters are starting to wear out. Yeah, so. that's okay. It means you're but I, You know, I had a... a yeah, that's right. And it fits still, too, even after the winter. <laughs> but um, I, was, I was wanting to talk about Apple Mail. Because I, I have an I, you know, uh, Apple computer. And every time I turn around, all of a sudden, passwords are just gone. i got to redo them all the time. Is that a problem with Apple Mail? Or is it just... Mm, that 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 may be a question outside of our scope. I was gonna of say, influence. I think you've yeah. stumped the band. It's yeah. you know, sorry, we <laughs> tell him what he's won. Stumps oh, the I got band. Plenty more questions. It's been a while, so uh, well. Hey, we're uh, we're coming up on the end of this segment. I'm gonna do okay. I'm gonna do a pro radio movement here. Yeah. So since Dave just came back, for, we're we're coming up to the end of this segment because we need to keep this to an hour. Hang on, yeah. hang tight. We'll 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 bring you in. Yeah. We'll get no cupcake back in here as well and do some post show. Yeah. So uh, how's that sound? So Michael, hang tight. Yeah, Jim, what is coming up on the uh, the average guy TV? Well, we spent some time, funny he mentions Apple Mail. We spent some time talking about the new Apple credit card and all the stuff it brings for you, some new technology when we think about on the iPhone. And then that went into budget apps that are available for you now. What are you using to budget your money, maybe using your smartphone as opposed to, you know, nothing? And so that's uh, the most recent episode. I'm still getting ready to post it, so not there yet, but at theaverageguy.tv. And this week on the School of Podcasting, because I was in Vegas, uh, I'm going to take an article that I had at the Podcast Business Journal and turn it into an episode because Sunday, I, I was all set to do this on Sunday, and uh, I am singing in my church on Sunday. So I will be, I was like, hey, I am going to take free content that I already had and uh, move it on over to an episode. And uh, I'll be doing, I actually have an update on the Roadcaster. I actually talked to the lead sales guy from road and found out some interesting things about the roadcaster that I'm like, that's why you can't do that. So there's some interesting things and I let him know some of the problems I've been having with it and I need to uh, fix those. But uh, at any rate, uh, that is coming up on the school of podcasting. I was going to do something fun because it's episode number six, six, six. And I was going to have like the four horsemen of podcasting. And I was like, no, we're just going to, we're just going to, like overlook the fact that it's episode number six, six, six. So that is coming up. And uh, uh, so Michael stick around, Mr. Cupcake stick around. Everybody else stick around. We got some post show coming up and I still have, tw- I have, I have 18 seconds to kill. Um, thanks to the chat room. Thanks to Mike and Kyle and Lynn and everybody else. Uh, another 21 seconds. I'm doing horrible on the top. Wait a minute. Is it going, is it going backwards or forwards? It's going backwards. <laughs> Here we go. We're done. We're finally done. Now I can say thank you. Stick around.